If you've ever loved an addict, you may have reached an exhausted, painful point where you felt broken and were struggling to just keep it all together. I am Kim Moore, and this is Smiling Again, where in each episode, we remind you that you are not alone. Together, one thing at a time, we will take small steps to introduce little changes into your life to help you let go, break free of guilt, and live with self-compassion so that you can feel good on the inside and start smiling again. Welcome to this episode of Smiling Again, and I'm really pleased today to have with me Klaus White, who is the founder of The Way of the Tortoise. Now, before I get you to tell us your story, Klaus, I'm just going to give everyone a little bit of um, background about you. Okay. Um, I discovered you through The Way of the Tortoise, which is um, an organization that you set up back in 2018 mm-hmm. and right. you are a single dad of a lovely young girl yeah and you are a writer mm-hmm. a musician look on, on the back wall there <laughs> you can see the evidence is there and and you sing as well and it's probably a few more things that we'll learn along the way Um, But thank you so much for being with me here today. And we're going to be talking about journaling, which is something that's really, really special to me. Because years ago, when it felt like my life was starting to fall apart, I started to journal, um, just freehand journaling, sharing my feelings. And that was a a way for me to sort of... um, touch base with myself and understand what was happening within me mm-hmm. and that carried on for years so I've been journaling now for uh, 13 years I think it is um, and it's something that has been a big part of my healing journey and when I discovered your journal I discovered a new type of journal and that's what I want to talk about today is just this whole uh, topic of journaling the benefits and the different types of journaling so thank you for being here Klaus and could you start by sh- sharing your story with everybody sure thanks for having me it's lovely to be here um so so as you said um I'm a single dad I, I had some major life changes in 2018 and, and ended up being a single dad and and, and because of that and, and my daughter was four five four at the time time flies and she's seven now so but she, everything had to change so my career had to change what I was doing for a living had to change you know everything really and at the same time as trying to keep everything going and keep everything together sort of emotionally for her I had to be there for the physically for the school run so there were, I had no, no choice. Everything, everything had to shift. Um, and I think even now, I mean, it's not that long ago, but it does feel like it was all, it does feel like I can, I can see the positive, positives now and it feels like it's worthwhile. Um, so at that time, really at my lowest point, I had, I've always been interested in personal development and, I, and I've, all, I've journaled to a certain extent. I've done a little, I did meditation. I started meditating in about 2013, something like that. Um, and I've always been interested in looking after my uh, my diet and exercise and all these kind of you know very, that's always been really key to me. Um, but 
it was I was really put to the test, I think, in 2018. And, and so even having a whole bookshelf full of personal development books, you know, that's one thing. But actually having to apply them on a daily basis when the last thing you want to do is to do something for yourself. You really just want to curl up, uh, you know, and shut yourself off from the world. So but what I discovered and I was very lucky to have some close friends at the time and they sort of said, in fact, one friend of mine specifically said, look, you know, you know, the theory just can you just try something just get one of the books off your shelf so so that sort of started it off and then I started to write something down and um which to me wasn't necessarily journaling at the time but I just wanted to write something down I, I just felt like I need to get it off my chest and it was stuff that I didn't necessarily want to share with my close friends not that it was anything particularly personal but it was one thing if I wanted to sort of I have this need to try and do everything myself I think maybe that's a Maybe that's a human trait. Maybe that's just a male trait. I don't know. I felt like I needed to just work things through myself. And to a certain extent, I think that's true. I think we all have to do that. We have to find our own way forward, which is why journaling is so important. So I started off taking small steps and they were really the only way that I could find the energy and the enthusiasm to really do anything. Just do tiny, tiny bite-sized chunks. So it was one press up. It was one piece of journaling it was when I was able to do it it was just a minute or two of meditating you know um a walk around the block instead of sort of a instead of a a, a 5k run or something like that you know so those small steps were key so I started to sort of create and populate my day um with things that gave me a lift and supported me and so they became habits slowly and surely they became habits and I increased the number of press-ups and I increased the, you know, the number of things that I was interested in doing and I looked into the whole sort of cold shower thing in the morning you know the whole Wim Hof method which is really interesting and um, still terrifying but or uh, I tried to sort of incorporate these things tiny things that I can incorporate into my day just to support me and make me feel better and 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 it worked and it, it really did slowly and surely started to lift my mood and make me feel better about myself and then it, it sort of morphed into the journal which you thankfully you you got and, and has helped you so yeah so I was encouraged by my close friends to to sort of put that structure because they could see a change in me quite quickly and a lot of people were very were sort of astounded and they, they wondered if I'd gone to therapy if I'd done you know what what I'd done to sort of get quite quickly to that point and and to be quite practical about what happened and and how everything had shifted and you know a lot had to change that year um and so and it really was having that structure in my day um but also having a young child I didn't have that much time so what I created was a structure for myself which then became the journal and like I said my friends sort of encouraged me to sort of get it out there so I self-published and I was working with a close friend of mine and he sort of helped me still a very small business but we we've got the journal out there to a lot of people and I think it's something like over 18,000 people now have, have got a, a copy or a couple of copies of the book. And, and it's incredible the, the, the feedback, which I have, but just on a weekly basis, emails or messages, just saying how much it's helped them and, and how much that sort of daily structure and focus on positive habits, but more importantly, and I think the key is the small steps, taking those small steps, because I think making a, a huge change is great when you've got willpower it's great when you have an inspired moment, but pretty much uh, always 
stops after a certain period of time. And so if you can focus on those tiny small steps, then that gives you motivation, makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel like you've achieved something, then you can take the next step and the next. And so that's what worked for me. It seems to be working for other people. And so that's my story. Oh, and I should mention it's something. So the reason it's called the way of the tortoise is because it, the, I, I noticed the, I was always reminded of the, the, the tortoise and the hare story, which I used to tell my daughter. And I just thought, you know what? I realize I'm a tortoise. I realize that's who I am. And actually the small steps suit me. And I think they suit most people. And so the idea is you don't focus on the fact that there's someone else in the race with you. There isn't really a race. You're just focusing on your small steps and you get to where you need to go to. You've said so many things in there that I'd like yeah, to go back. Yeah, sorry. I have sometimes <laughs> have to be reined in. <laughs> sorry. You need so, to at one point just go, okay, let's just look at that one thing. Yeah. Slow down. You're not <laughs> a tortoise. <laughs> I don't really speak like a tortoise, but that's my personality. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that you said at the very beginning was how you were feeling when mm. life suddenly changed for you. Yeah. And that feeling of you know, you just want to curl up into a ball and not have to, to face things. I mean, th those are my words, not facing things. Cause I think that's what definitely what I did for a while, because you just get zapped of all energy. Yeah. And I, th I think that, you know, the whole idea of, um, one step at a time really, really resonates with me because I, I know that feeling that, you know, when you start in that place, and I tend to say one thing at a time, yeah. so same principle. And yeah. it has worked for me because when you're feeling completely zapped of energy, completely low, it's easier to do one thing than it is to do lots of things. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning for me, that one thing started out as journaling um, yeah. at the end of every day, expressing how I was feeling. Now, that sort of journaling is very different from what I discovered in your journal. And yeah. the reason why I found your journal was because at the time I kind of went through a similar journey to you in terms of trying to find some sort of structure for myself and my life. And, and I wanted a journal that had different areas to help me with all the different things I was trying to do. Yeah. And I found yours, which is quite exciting. So, um, I'm holding up the journal now for those of you who are watching the video. For those of you who are listening, Klaus, could you walk us through one of the pages and tell us a little bit more about structured journaling and what that means for somebody who's never actually experienced structured journaling like you have? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I think... I mean, I would firstly say that for all, any kind of journaling, any kind of writing stuff down is very powerful. And I think everybody should be doing it and uh, well, should be doing it. I think everyone would benefit from it, no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through. Even if things are going particularly amazing for you, write that stuff down. That's, that's great. Totally so agree. the different, yeah, the difference, I think, between the structured journal and the freeform journaling. And, and, and a lot of the time I, I, I do the structured journaling, but a lot of the time I find that actually I just want to, get stuff out of my system. So I would just free form journaling as, right, as well. So the structured journal, the, the focus is really, and it's based on a lot of sort of principles from CBT, from counseling. And, and the idea is that it's about mindset and that your mindset, there's a tendency to focus. There's a tendency for us as human beings to look out for danger. 
which goes back to, you know, it's a survival instinct. You know, we're, we're looking at the danger in order so that the race can survive. Um, but I think when you're, when you're looking at sort of uh, mindset, it's very important to focus on, on the positive, on the things that are going well. And, and so therefore, the journal sort of encompasses so many things, but the journal is really sort of a, uh, a central point for all of these different habits to be collated. So on a typical journal, structured journal page, for example, there'll be an element of gratitude so that you're journaling, but you're focusing on the things that are going well for you in your life right now, which creates a, a very powerful emotion and creates a sort of a calmness and it's a de-stressing situation. So there's gratitude in, in there. There's, there's contribution because I think if you're sort of the kind of person who journals, you're, the kind, you're perhaps a thoughtful person. There's a lot of things going on in your head. There's a tense, there's a focus on yourself. So with contribution, it's an opportunity for you to get out of yourself and think about how you can help others. And by doing that, it's almost a, a selfish exercise in itself because you're helping other people, but it makes you feel good. So it's a confusing one there, but, but contribution is really key. I think when you're looking at um, personal development, there's an element of, about you know, how you can sort of help yourself today personal development so that's any kind of learning any kind of anything where you're sort of taking yourself out and you're learning something new which is gonna you're gonna add um to your brain to keep you interested to keep you excited that kind of thing there's an element of nutrition you know are you looking at whole foods are you trying to avoid sugar wherever possible and processed foods because all of that stuff affects your mood there's an element of uh exercise within that as well so for example if you're doing some exercise and again it doesn't have to be running a marathon it can literally be walking around the block or doing a couple of squats or something like that the element of the daily pages within the journal are focused on just getting you to check in on all those different plates that we're all spinning all the time and making sure that each one of them is supporting you as much as it can so that's there's an element of that on every daily page there's there's uh, an inspirational quote. I, I find those, I, I know some people have a problem with the inspirational quotes, but for me, the power of words is so important, which then brings me on to affirmation as well. So if you're going to, if you're able to use words to sort of help reprogram or rewire any sort of negative thoughts that you're having, affirmations are the key. Um, and so there's an element of all of those things. Um, I also encourage people to meditate on a daily basis. But again, it doesn't have to be a huge amount whatever you can manage really if you can't do it twice a day if just do it once a day if you can't do 20 minutes do 10 minutes it's the idea is taking those small steps but those tiny small steps do make a difference and i think you know both you and i can attest to the fact that it does work and so the difference between structured journaling i would say to sum up is it's about keeping you focused on things that support you and keeping your mindset in a positive keeping you in a positive frame of mind absolutely and you know I have to say using the journal I think what really helped me was the section on today will be great because right, yeah. that that was a new new one for me because I I start the day with gratitude every day and I end the day with gratitude every day um and this the habit goals are a really nice reminder because often I forget about one thing or another I won't yeah. go into specifics <laughs> um but the the whole idea about today will be great because it suddenly okay. gets your mind thinking in a different way yeah. and that that was new and that was incredibly helpful um, and that's something that I if I can just interject that's something that I use with my daughter and I have for a, 
uh, well over a year, you know, because that's something that isn't, the, the language within that is something that anyone can really understand. And it's such an open question. And so for a seven-year-old, you know, why, you know, so Ava, what's going to be good today? What are you looking forward to do? That, the idea of setting that up of expectation of excitement about what might happen, I think is so powerful, no matter who you are or how old you are. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it just gets me thinking about my days differently. That's for sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. So yes, the the journal in itself has been really, really helpful. And I know you have a Facebook group as well, which I'd like to mention um, because it was uh, someone in my Facebook group um, that recommended the journal because I was talking about journaling and that's how I found, found your journal. And um, as a member of, of your Facebook group, um, it's just full of such lovely positivity. It's brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's lovely. And we've created this space where, you know, again, I, I, I step back and I post just a couple of times a week, but really it's, it's about the contribution from everyone there. And again, when you sort of set up a Facebook group, the idea is, you know, you're very clear about what it is about, what it's about. So we, there's, there's no real room for any sort of, uh, any sort of negativity or, or criticism. And, uh, and it's really, the idea is it's supposed to be a safe place where people can share inspiring stories or either things that have happened to them or things that they found on the internet or, you know, quotes or pictures or, or even, and again, well, one of the original reasons for starting up the book, the, the Facebook group was the fact that, you know, once you start on your journaling journey, um, and obviously you don't need to share what you're writing about, but there are, there will be obstacles that come up. You're not sure about, you know, how do I keep writing this or what do I find to be inspired by this or what's my, for my personal development, has anyone got any ideas about, you know, what they do or has anyone read any great books? And it's an incredible place where, like I said, it's so supportive and it's so um, inspiring. And so just dipping into that. And it's basically, if you just look for the way of the tortoise um, within your groups, if you're on Facebook, then you'll find it. And then you can just sort of, there's a couple of questions to answer as, as you come in, but then um, pretty much we accept everyone as long as, you know, as long as, long as it's a, a real person as opposed to <clears throat> a robot. Not that we're anti-robots, but um, if there were some robots who are into gratitude journaling, I'd have them like a shot. But yeah, it's a lovely place. And thanks for mentioning that. I, I think um, I, I think more than, more than anything, it's a lovely surprise because the idea was the journal. <clears throat> Excuse me. The idea really was the journal. And this was very much a support to the journal, but it's been, it's created its own sort of lovely corner of the internet, which is, which it is, is fantastic. Nice. It's absolutely lovely. I like dipping in there. Um, every day I do actually. <laughs> and uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, I wanted to read something from your book. So your book is, you know, what the tortoise taught us. That's my new and book. Yes. Um, I just received it this morning. So I haven't read it yet, but I've dipped in and this just really caught my attention. Um, So if you're all right with that, I shall read it out. Love it. Everything that happens to you, yes, everything is an opportunity to learn and grow. So don't hide from life. Try things and don't have regrets. No one is keeping score. There is no one size fits all answer to living a happy life. We're all different. And that's what makes us all the same. The reason I wanted to read that bit out is with the listeners that we have for this podcast, they've been through some 
pretty, really pretty tough times. Yeah. Um, loving someone with an addiction is um, it's very destructive and it can pull you apart into pieces. And this healing journey and what we're sharing here is all about, you know, finding your way back to yourself and um, not just getting back to you, but I always talk about getting back to a better you. Mm -hmm. And that's why this jumps out to me is that because everything that happens, you have an opportunity to learn and grow. And losing my husband to alcoholism, it's pretty awful, but it's actually made me a better person. And I think you know, just that way of thinking is, is wonderful. And I'm looking forward to reading the rest of the book and finding what else is in there. Oh, that's lovely. And there's definitely a section which almost leads on from that. Do you know the, 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 the Japanese concept of kintsugi? Yes. <clears throat> which is a very similar thing. And there's an element in there that talks about that, the idea that we are all broken, but it's those broken bits we should highlight because that's what makes us who we are. And naturally, and, and potentially, I think, you know, for anyone who's listening who doesn't understand the concept, it's like when Bone China was very, Bone China is very fragile, but when it broke, instead of throwing it away, it would be put to get back together with sort of, um, uh, sort of a, a wax material, or essentially sort of a sealant, but it would have platinum or gold in it. So actually, the parts which are keeping it all together, which, because it's broken, are essentially potentially more valuable than the cup itself so the broke the fact that it's broken it is now of more intrinsic value and i just think if we apply that as sort of a philosophy to us we are more powerful and we are more capable obviously there's the there is the point where the cup is broken on the floor and we are broken on the floor but knowing that there's that we can put ourselves back together and those joins are potentially stronger and more valuable than the cup was originally I think it's a really powerful mm-hmm. it is message. powerful and it was something that you mentioned to me when we first met Kintsugi and I looked it up oh, and right. yes and what I'm actually looking at doing is creating a kit for anyone in the Blossom community that they will receive their kit and as they grow stronger piecing piece by piece creating something new from from all of the broken bits I love that is the plan um and it's something that i've been doing um it's just nice to see something that visually represents healing is is how i look at it so it's, it's quite really? beautiful oh that's yeah. a great idea i will look forward to seeing it yes <laughs> uh so many ad- ideas and and you know it just it's one of those things that the journey might be hard Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also beautiful at the same time. And it just, it all comes down to how you look at it. Absolutely. And that, and this is sort of brings us back to the mindset. And then do you know the story of uh, um, Sisyphus? You know, the, the, the old story. No. Okay. The, the, it's in the book as well. Okay. But the idea is that he was a very, this is sort of, I think it's an old Greek myth. And the idea is that Sisyphus was an evil, evil man. And he was an evil king. And so therefore when he died, when he passed to the other side, his punishment was to every day push a boulder from the bottom of the hill to the top of the hill. And he would then at the end of the day have to watch it roll back down again. And that was for eternity. That was his, that was his life. And, and I think that obviously there were lots of meanings that you can draw from that. But for me, the idea is, you know, I'm not a religious person. I don't, I, I don't believe in God, but for me, the idea is that we're here. Um, and we have, 
an opportunity to do some good while we are here and to find the joy in things. And like Sisyphus, who life is hard every day, he struggles and he has to put that boulder from the bottom to the top and then watch it fall back down again and knowing that he's got to do exactly the same thing tomorrow. But he has to find joy in that because otherwise, what's the point? I'm, I'm here anyway. I've got to do this work. And so therefore, I'm going to find a reason to, to be excited by it. I mean, obviously, there's lots of things which have been taken. If you watch Groundhog Day, for example, which is an incredible movie, it's a, there's, a, there's an element of the sort of Sisyphus, you know, uh, concept within there. And it's been talked about a lot, uh, you know, obviously, and what it means and, and how it can, we can draw from that and give ourselves strength. But that's something essentially, which is, it, it sounds like a, a sort of a disastrous thing to say, but, but essentially the world is meaningless. The, the world is about the connections that we make and about the things that we put in it and about the good that we can do. Um, it, it isn't inherent, there isn't inherently any meaning. We're just all just trying to understand what it's about, why we're here, why this happens, why that happens. And so therefore you can either look at that and, and look at that and, and say, okay, well, there is no point. And so therefore I give up. Or you can say, well, okay, well, I'm here. I'm going to do my best and I'm going to live the best life I can and help as many people as I can. Absolutely. And yeah. When I write in my journal, I use a heading for each entry. Okay. And that sort of ties the pieces together for the for whatever happened that day, however I felt that day, the learning on that day. And I can flip through you know one day to the next over all of the years that I've been journaling. Yeah. And you can see the patterns, the ebbs and the flows, and also the growth. And yes. the change, the change yeah. in the patterns, the change in the emotions. And that's from doing that one simple thing every day yeah. of, of journaling, um, which in the beginning kind of felt like that boulder. Yes. <laughs> repeating, repeating, yeah. and not really understanding what I was doing. But then I started to, and I started to grow through it. So it's been a, journaling has been a wonderful thing. It's amazing, isn't it? And I think once you've done it, it's very hard to, 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 to obviously we, we wane sometimes and sometimes we don't do it. But I think once you've done it and you felt the benefits of it, um, then, then it's very hard to forget about it. A little bit like meditation or, or, or anything that really sort of feeds your soul. Uh, but I would say it's interesting, though, what you're saying about it's very hard at the beginning. Uh, and one thing I would say about journaling, obviously, I get messages on, on a, sometimes on a daily basis where people are asking questions about journaling and asking for advice and we have a newsletter and we have the Facebook group and there's lots of information we put out there. Um, but um, people struggle because they don't, they, because once I think when you start anything new, you expect there to be um, quick results. I think, you know, even though we understand the concept of nature that long, long things, you know, things that happen over long periods of time actually are long lasting. Um, but there's a tendency for people to kind of want a quick hit and go, well, journaling, everyone's saying it's amazing and I'm really not getting it. And I think we have to remember you're the tortoise and you're on your own journey and you can't compare yourself with other people or what other people do or how they get, you know, how journaling is for them. But I would say that um, you have to you have to keep going and you have to push past that pain point, because I think there's a tendency when it when it gets very difficult then to give up. And that's where it's really working. 
that's where you're really stretching yourself and you're really doing the work for your brain and for your body and for your soul and everything. So when it gets difficult and the chips are down, that's when you need to push through, like you said, and keep going. It's a little bit, I think Tony Robbins used to talk about the idea that when you're, when you're uh, building muscle, if you're a bodybuilder, you can do 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 press-ups. But then when you get to the 61st, 62nd, 63rd, and it's really hard, that's when you're building muscle. It's not, you know, you've built up the muscle already. So if you really want to push yourself and really get the benefits, you have to do that a little bit more. Not many, you know, just like one step, one press up, whatever it might be. So pushing past the pain point is a key um, practice that I would say anyone who's journaling. And if you haven't really got the benefits of it, um, it, it may be because you haven't really pushed yourself through it. You haven't, you're kind of going, well, this is a bit repetitive. I'm doing the same thing every day. I don't really understand what, you know, that's when you have to then be creative with your thoughts and think, okay, how does this apply to me? What do I want out of life? What do I, what do I, what do I want out of my day? How do I want to react to people? How do I want to help people? How do I want to be good to myself? Those are the questions which, which should come up when you're journaling. Mm. And it's difficult, but it difficult. the benefits are there. And the point that I'm at right now with my journaling, this will be the last thing I raise on my journaling (laughs) is being true to yourself, being true to your story, being honest, brutally honest with yourself. And you're saying what in your journaling, you, you don't necessarily do that. I think we have a tendency sometimes to apply filters and not necessarily, you know, if I'm talking about how I'm honestly feeling or something that has happened for me, at some points, it was trying to write something that felt a bit perfect or nice to read. Yes. And then getting past that and being honest about what I was actually feeling, mm-hmm. what actually happened, yeah. being brutally honest, because yeah. you're not always happy with yourself and something that you did or how you behaved or how you thought. Yeah. And if you can be honest with that and it's just with yourself and your own journal. No one else is going to read it. Yeah. So if you can be honest there, that's where I think greater growth can come from because that's part of the, the healing process. I heard on a podcast this morning, a Brené Brown podcast, mm-hmm. and it was like um, the example was a wound, you know, having an open wound mm-hmm. and picking it out bit by bit and cleansing it so each time you tell a story or each you know part of the truth of your story it heals that wound bit by bit but only by focusing on those on the on the parts that are painful well that's that's yeah Yeah. i'll look up that podcast and i'll I'll do a little story (laughs) about it but they, they said it much better than i did obviously but it's it's that whole idea that if you just ignore a wound, it won't necessarily heal quickly. Of course. Yeah. Well, and, and also it's really interesting. I, I love the idea of taking something physical and applying like, like Kintsugi or like the idea of a wound. A wound stays infected. If there's stuff in there that shouldn't be there, it yeah. stays infected. It doesn't heal. Yeah. That's very powerful. And it, but it also, do you know what's, you brought up something really interesting is that I think there's a tendency when we're writing stuff, if you write stuff on Instagram, Facebook, there's a version of your life which you which we all try to project out there and i think it's important to remember that when you're journaling it isn't that it isn't that at all and you have to push past those pain points and get that horrible stuff perhaps if it's happening to you out there onto the page because otherwise it stays within you and you need to like like the brenny brown thing you need to get that stuff out 
Uh, and, and then there will be a point where, you're, you, you know, there is a little bit more positive. The other thing you mentioned about trying to get things right, I think I've mentioned to you this before, I've had people who have bought the journal, which is a great step, that's step one, but then it will stay within its wrapping for months, sometimes a year. People are going, well, enter when I'm ready. I'm going to do this when I have some time. And I just want to scream and say, no, no, now, do it now. Um, and even I have some people kind of posting on, on, our, on some of our, our, so the posts that I put and people putting on the page or the Facebook page, kind of saying, you know, I really wasn't sure about whether, you know, what to write in my journal. And I'm thinking, this is what you should be writing in your journal. You can, obviously you can share it with us, but just write this. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, just write, uh, even if the, even if the questions don't apply and you're saying, do you know what? I don't feel grateful. I don't think if you really are struggling, just go, I'm really not feeling grateful. And then the powerful question, why? Just write those three letters down. Why? Question mark. Why am I not feeling great? And this is to go back to sort of Socratic questioning where you can deep dive into the same thing simply by adding the question. Why? I don't feel like journaling today. Ask yourself why? Question mark. Because things just haven't really been going well for me. Why? The, the depth that you can get with that journey is incredibly powerful. So that's, that's, a very, that's a good tip, I would say, for anyone. It's not necessarily something you need when you're sort of doing your bullet journal, but if you get stuck, that's a great way to kind of get yourself out of it or at least understand what's going on with you. Um, yeah, I think, and I think at the very beginning, you talked about the idea of un, uncovering what's there. And I think my journal is called a journal to happiness, but essentially that it's a little bit distracting, I guess, because the happiness, the, my, the happiness that we all need is within us. The idea that you're going uh, somewhere else to find it is almost a, a, a falsehood. I think it's in there. We need to uncover it. We need to be like archaeologists trying to understand what it is that makes us tick, what our values are, what made us happy, what makes us smile. Um, and if we can uncover those things, then we have a, a real knowledge about ourselves and then we can take the next step forward. And then there's a powerful metaphor, the idea of if you were dropped into a, if you were dropped into a city uh, and they gave you a map and they said, okay, we want to get you to get to that point. The map is useless if you don't know where you are on the map. Mm. And I think journaling helps you understand where you are on the map. You then you take the next step forward and then you can go, right, I'm here and I want to get there. So therefore I take that step and I, I find the direction I want to go in. That is such a powerful metaphor. Yeah. I love the sound of that. Yeah, it really does help you find where you are. Yeah, it does. And it helps you uncover the things that you perhaps, I think deep down we know, but they get the layers and layers and layers of responsibility and family and relationships and career and work and a to-do list, all those kind of things. They sort of layer on top and you sort of really forget who it is that you are. So journaling is a way of really uncovering that. Uh, uh, and also a very powerful self-expression tool. You know, you can write prose or poetry or thoughts or ideas or even a shopping list, you know, just, just get it all out there and, and, and put it all in your, on your journal. And, and I think we talked before about the fact that um, looking back on a structured journal is a very different situation than looking back on a journal, <clears throat> for example, might be freeform, and I have a journal which I don't like to look at because it, it was I kept it at a very difficult time for me. And it was before I was structured journaling. Uh, and there's some really horrible stuff in there. And I see I can look at it and look at my mindset and see how I was thinking. And I was very negative. And 
it's quite painful for, for me and it brings up very negative times and I'm looking forward to time when I can sort of sacrificially set it on fire and obviously in a safe environment and just watch all of those things go up and smoke because I think that that's a very powerful thing to do I haven't done it yet but the difference between that and my structured journals where I can look back and the structured journal is designed to help you stay positive and keep a positive mindset and and look at the things that you're grateful for and the things that you have and I think you can just flick through those and they instantly give you a lift just looking at just the gratitude sections you know why you're grateful and my daughter Ava is always in there. So, uh, and it just reminds me how lucky I am. So, so structured journaling is very powerful on that aspect. It's something that you can always go back to and just flick through and give yourself that powerful lift. My free form journal is the same. I have the same feelings about it. It's quite powerful. I do look back. I like looking back because it helps me to see how far I've come. It's been a really difficult journey Mm -hmm. and I can now see that I'm healing whereas in the beginning it was just it was just painful Um, but I can now go back to the very first entry and read it and it took me many many years before I could flip backwards and 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 look back at those entries and the fact that you can now shows the fact that you can even physically open those books shows that you've actually come on a huge journey yeah it's nice for my current self to think about the future self <laughs> and look back at the past self and and how life has um has changed and and how i've grown grown and yeah. definitely blossomed definitely. absolutely i, I mean I, th- I think there's a de- there's a danger in us, in us getting caught up in the past um uh, i think it's there we can't change it we can't do anything about it right now but it's there for us to learn from and don't i think we can't we can't pretend that it hasn't happened it's there and it's, it's took, taken us on the journey that we're on now. And so therefore we have to be grateful even for that. And I think that's a powerful thing. If you can be the power of gratitude, if you can be grateful for even the worst things that have happened to you or the situations that you've been in or things that have happened to other people that you know, for example, if you can find a positive in that, then, then you really are sort of flexing that gratitude muscle. Because imagine how you can feel when things are going great. Mm. Definitely. And as you're on the topic of gratitude, I always end every call with gratitude. And what's something that you're most grateful for right now, Klaus? Uh, Well, my default is always my daughter, Ava. So, but she's not a thing. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say this call. This has been a lovely conversation i'm really grateful that we got in touch and we were able to talk about this and i'm grateful that we've got the opportunity to help other people who might be going through things and even if one thing that we've said here today has just given someone just the minimal amount of hope then i'm grateful for that absolutely thank you so much and that one thing definitely for anyone listening the one thing to take away from today's call is the concept of journaling is to pick up a pen put it to paper And it can just be a simple piece of paper. It doesn't have to be the perfect book, the perfect journal. Just get started and write down how you're feeling and let that be be the beginning of your journaling journey. Fantastic. So thank you for joining me today, Klaus. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm sure perhaps we can talk again at some point in the future, maybe with more specific questions about journaling as people begin to take up that as a really lovely positive habit in their lives. Uh, I'd love to.
anytime. This has been Smiling Again, hosted by me, Kim Moore. Let's walk this journey together, one thing at a time, taking small steps, little actions every day, which can help you let go and start smiling again. Don't forget, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. See you next week. Thank you.